0: In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to TAM Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpiller. Hey guys, well, welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. And as you know, we're working through my new book, Fasting for Miracles. So we're having some honest conversation because we're looking at passages and stories in the Bible of people that needed miracles. So whether you're watching us right now on my YouTube channel, hello, or you're listening to us on our podcast, we want you to know that God's got a miracle for you. We want you to know that God uses tools and resources like prayer prayer and fasting to communicate with him. So every day I come into the studio and I'm bringing different people from our staff, friends of mine that are coming in, and we're just dialoguing. We're having real and honest conversation. So today I've asked Courtney to come in the studio. She actually is executive director for Women of Influence, and she ministers to so many women, so many people here in our church, and just really women in Orange County. So thank you, first of all, thank Courtney, you. for being here. It's good so to be here. good to have you, and I love you to death. Love you too.
1: You know, okay, mm-hmm. let's
0: just talk real and honest kind yeah. of stuff. So today we're actually going to talk uh, about a passage in Second Kings, and it's a story about the child that went down and um, had a real passion for the prophet, and she believed that the prophet had something to say, and. You know, here's a man with leprosy, all right? First, let's talk about this, because it made me think about when I was preparing last night, what we don't think about is the little maiden girl. Yeah. Okay, the servant mm-hmm. girl. So let me set up the scene for you. Here is a servant girl, a young girl of Israel, and she had heard about Elijah. She had heard that here's this prophet and that, that literally he he literally had the heart of God, the ear of God. And God was manifesting so many miracles, right? Yeah. And she went and she said, if only you could go to the prophet, if mm-hmm. only you could be healed. And so he tried to negotiate with God, as you know, and do certain things and, and say, God, send, you know, send the king and the king put a word in for me. Mm-hmm. But let me, let me set it up because I want to talk to you. The little servant girl had a heart for God. And when I was reading this last night, it made me think about your daughter, mm-hmm. Jelena. And Jelena has such a heart for God. She does. And So let's talk about children, because it really was, the Bible tells us, and the children shall lead them. Mm -hmm. So let's segue in our conversation. Let's talk about how important children are in the kingdom of God. Talk to me a little bit about that. I just think there's such a purity and an innocence
1: um, in children that they are able to understand the word of God and believe it without thinking about all the details that you and I would think of. Mm -hmm. You know, um, for example, Jelena's take on homelessness is completely different than our take on homelessness because we think of what it costs to to feed someone and clothe them and take care of them and what an inconvenience it is to lend out a room in your home or whatever it is and she just sees it as well didn't God tell us to take care of them Wow! it's so simple and Mm -hmm. so pure with them Mm -hmm. and I know a lot of that is naive and there are circumstances that go along with it but the intention of the heart is so simple and Mm -hmm. pure with children Mm -hmm. they don't think about their circumstances Mm -hmm. they don't include all of the baggage Mm -hmm. that adults include Mm -hmm. when they think about following Jesus and doing what he says
0: well doesn't the Word of God tell us to have the heart of a child yes you know, and um, that's what happened. This this little servant girl had the heart of a child. She had heard the stories and she believed. And, you know, we've been talking about you have to have faith. You have to believe yeah. for your miracle. Mm-hmm. Fasting, which we'll talk about in a moment, is one of the things we do to temper ourselves and our flesh right. as we've talked in our podcast and on this station. But here's the man, Naaman. Now, can you imagine? We've talked about this a lot. Here he was, a leper, and his skin had leprosy all over it. It Mm -hmm. had to be something, have you ever seen someone that maybe just felt either deformed or maybe Mm -hmm. they had birthmarks or they felt shame on their skin? Mm -hmm. Fortunately, he he could cover it up, we know, with his uniform, but but then at night when he took that uniform off, he still had this curse of leprosy on him. And yet here he had to expose himself when Mm -hmm. he went down to dip because that was the word. The word of the prophet came and said, go down to the Jordan, this nasty, nasty river. Nobody wanted to dip one time, let alone seven. And he gave him a word, dip seven times. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk a little bit about that. When God gives us a word that makes no sense. <laughs> First <laughs> yeah. of all, that was what they'd say, cray cray. Like there's got to be a simpler way for me to be healed than mm-hmm. dipping seven times in a dirty river. But God's ways are beyond our ways. Always. So let's talk about that. Has there ever been a time in your life where God gave you either a word or an assignment or in your spirit he spoke and you said, God, that makes no sense? Uh, yeah, it was just to love someone that was very unlovable Mm. and,
1: um, I think seeing the fruit of what God did with that, the only way that that person could be reached was through a sacrificial love that made absolutely zero sense because the world would have told me don't talk to her, don't, you know, she's done everything to betray you and your family and hurt you guys and, um... And I, the Lord just told me to love her with his type of love and to see her as he saw her and to know that my battle was not with her, but with the enemy, Mm -hmm. like you said the other day. Mm -hmm. And, um, and to see the way that she was impacted by that, Mm -hmm. it, it just did not happen in the way that I would have assumed. Well, because everything
0: in our nature, our flesh, our mind says stay away, push right. away, mm-hmm. you know, I'm better off without you, right, let me put up a boundary, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about boundaries, let's put boundaries around people that hurt us, and although as a life coach, I teach that, Courtney, the one thing I think we've done is we've given ourselves an excuse right. to not forgive mm-hmm. yeah. and restore, mm-hmm. talk to me about that.
1: Yeah, so I think that in this particular situation, it was, there, there was no greater way for me to show Christ's love to her than for me to love her through what she had done to me Mm -hmm. and my family. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think that, you know, when when it happened, I needed to react, but I just stopped and I told the Lord, I said, how do you want me to respond to this? I don't want to respond in my flesh. I, this, I actually, it was kind of crazy, but I, recognized it immediately as a way to minister to her, mm-hmm. which like to this day just blows me away. But I had enough uh, wherewithal to call my mentor at the time and I said, this is what happened. Um, I need, an, an action is required, I need to respond. And But I wanna respond in love and I don't want to lose this opportunity to make something beautiful out of the ashes.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, first of all, let me just say that someone's listening right now. What you did, you had so much wisdom with accountability. So because you, and I can tell it's still affecting you because yeah. you're tearing up yeah. a little right now, honestly. I'm like honestly. holding it back. You I don't. <laughs> know, you are. So it's still very real and yeah. maybe even raw. Mm-hmm. And someone has hurt us. And when you walk with God, you know that God's called us to restore mm-hmm. and to love just like he did us. And so we're called to be what's called above reproach. But it doesn't always feel good. It doesn't always seem right. You're like, okay, God, you know, I'll be the, quote, bigger person. But that's not what it is. It's the love of Christ Mm -hmm. that overwhelms us, the Bible says. And so it was so... Incumbent upon you to call your mentor and say, Help me walk through this mm-hmm. and give me some what we call insight, wisdom, mm-hmm. and revelation. Absolutely, give me some I guidance. <laughs> so I'm just saying to somebody right now if you're stuck and you're saying, I'm hurt, I'm angry, I want to retaliate, I want to lash out. Put someone in your life right now in com- with some common sense and faith-based and mm-hmm. say, help me walk through this. There's right. so much wisdom mm-hmm. in that. You see, what I love about these podcasts <laughs> and uh, the, our YouTube videos is, is these real and honest conversations, these aren't scripted. We just talk about a topic, and we bring up whatever comes up. So that was not—we we weren't yeah. going to talk about that. That just yeah. happened. No. Let's take a moment and segue a little bit. So here is the prophet telling him uh, Naaman to go down and dip seven times. So we know he dipped once, mm-hmm. twice— Man, how about that with you? I go, th- I'm three times. Can't I see a little evidence? Could right. my skin be a little cleaner? Yes. Could I maybe see this thing's working? Do I have to? Yes. Nope. Four, five, yep. six. By a six time, God, give me a little. Yeah. Let me just see. But no, it wasn't until the Bible says he dipped seven times, mm-hmm. which was the obedience. That was the evidence of his faith. Right. And so often I think what we want to do is we want to say, God, come on, give me a little here. Right. And sometimes he does. He knows. But let me tell you what, when he wants to extend and expand and grow my faith, sometimes it is that last moment mm-hmm. of obedience right? when it comes through. What do you right. think of that? Well, I think one of the other things, too, is I, I put myself
1: in his shoes. And sometimes you think, oh, gosh, why am I doing this? It's, is this even working? You know, um, but... And maybe he didn't even have a a, a believing heart at the, in some of those rounds of going down to the water, you yeah. know? And maybe there was some bitterness, like, why didn't you just heal me right away? Why am I having to go through these hoops or, you know, whatever it is? Um, and I think that sometimes it's, finishing well Mm -hmm. you know you may not start well Mm -hmm. you may not do well in the journey Mm -hmm. but it's it's finishing well with that faith that he could have given up on number six and said this is dumb I'm leaving Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do this but he had the faith to do it one more time and he believed God for what yeah
0: and I'm telling somebody right now don't give up don't give in, mm-hmm. stay the course. And that's part of what we're talking about in fasting for miracles. I wanna segue a little bit to our fasting passage. And it's, it's kind of an interesting thing. You know, um, if you've been watching us for a while that through the book, every day we're fasting for something different. Now we obviously are fasting for a miracle, whatever that miracle you need, whether it's in your marriage or finances or a wayward child. So you know, my friend, what you need. But in the book, I've highlighted various areas that we're fasting for and today is for revelation. Mm-hmm. And we're asking God to give us revelation, to see. And I love the passage that we have. It's actually in Jeremiah and this prophet, and we called him the weeping prophet, but he was a bold, strong prophet. Mm-hmm. But he wrote the word. He wrote the word down, and he wanted the people to believe in God. And if you read the book of Jeremiah, and I want to encourage you to do so, it seemed like repetitively over and mm-hmm. over, they were turning their back and sinning and similar to maybe what we're seeing in our country yeah, today, absolutely. right? And he And he took the... Um, the the scribe and the scribe wrote out the word and there was a sense of repentance and even fasting with the people and he was calling them back to God but what I want to talk about in conclusion today is I believe that we need to write down yes we need to write down what's happening we need Absolutely. to write down our testimony mm-hmm. we need to write down what's happening right now and in, in 2023 in America we need to leave a legacy we need to leave journals we need to leave we need to talk about the precepts of God right. the testimonies of God the goodness of God so walk with me through a little bit. How are you going to leave a legacy for your daughter and the generations to come?
1: Well, I've started writing my story through your book, um, and I've done more than that. I actually have bought a journal, and it's on the front. It literally says, tell me your story. And, um, And so I've written down all of the funny things, you know, the my husband and I have done and the hard things mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, life experiences and um, I kind of had this mindset of if I were to die tomorrow and not be able to tell my daughter one more conversation what would I be sad that she didn't know right and I'm going back and writing them and I think that We are a forgetful people, and I think that's why God was so adamant about telling us, remember, remember, remember. Um, Just last night, Chuck told a funny story, and I said, I didn't even remember that. Mm -hmm. He goes, how do you not remember that? And I said, I don't know, but we are forgetful people. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes if we don't write it down, God was faithful with this, God was faithful with that, God was faithful with this, then you know, we can forget mm-hmm. and we c- it can make us not as grateful. Yeah. And so I want my children to see when I was faithful and, or excuse me, how God was faithful with all of mm-hmm. these things and mm-hmm. all these blessings and through hardships and how everything that we've gone through has served a purpose later for his glory. And so I want them to read that and remember Mm -hmm. it and pass it on Mm -hmm. for their kids too.
0: And so similar, like we said to Jeremiah, who was faithful to write down and have the scribes write down and to know the word of God. And and don't ever take for granted the word of God. Mm -hmm. It is a living, breathing word of God. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And so it is inspired by God. I want to encourage you today to read the Word of God, know the Word of God. If you've not joined us in the fast, I want to encourage you to pick up my book. You can get it on Amazon. Here it is. Yeah, thank you, Courtney. <laughs> or anywhere you get books. Um, any bookstore. Right now, it's just doing great. We're really excited about it. But fast with us. It's a 21-day fast, and I walk you through the miracles in the Bible. I walk you through fasting passages in the Bible. And the Bible does tell us that some things only happen by prayer combined with fasting. So begin to ask God, what do you want me to do? How do I go deeper with you? How do I let my light shine, my love for you shine to the next generations to come? So guys, thank you so much for being here. Courtney, thank you. I appreciate you you and how you empower and inspire women. Stay the course, be real, and let's ask God for a miracle in our homes, our hearts, and in America. Hey guys, we love you so much. Stay tuned. There'll be more broadcasts to come. Have a great day. God bless. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotzenPeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.